Better Overhaul Saw, an episode-by-episode podcast about Better Ghoul Saw, beginning with season three. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. So just to let you know, before we start, that Better Ghoul Saw, of course, is a spin-off series from Breaking Bad. So um, we've got lots and lots of Breaking Bad spoilers that we always talk about. Um, so this is our last week. Um, in season three, we're on episode 10, which is called Lantern. We have said goodbye to poor Chuck and wondered if Jimmy will see his death as an accident or suicide. Um, we also wonder what's the appropriate emotional response to Atticus Finch and argued whether there can be anything nobler in the entirety of fiction than degrading yourself mid-chair yoga. Hope you enjoy it. So, last episode of the season. Yes. 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 Just finished watching it. You just finished watching it. Yeah. Feeling a bit like, oh, oh dear. Yeah. Well, we will discuss the ending, obviously, but. Yeah. Chuck's dead. But overall, Chuck it. looks like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know, but it's not Marvel, so presumably what we see is what we are meant to see. What you mean? If it was Marvel, Chuck would come out to life in yeah. a different universe. Be almost certainly not hurt at all. Yes. But, um,. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I mean, just, I think it's worth saying, you, you did sort of suggest that a while ago as well. That he, Chuck might die. Yeah. Yes. And I think we yeah. could call that death suicide, I guess. I think so, pretty, pretty well. I mean, it's, it's, yes. It's interestingly done. Yeah. Um, and and what, yeah. Um, what I, I did like about it was, um, about the episode was that I think they had a very good last interaction between Chuck and Jimmy that was obviously going to be the last thing that Jimmy remembers. Good is like a weird term to use, but... Okay. Good storytelling good. Sure. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this this whole episode really was about um, let's let's um, kick Jimmy into the place where he becomes Saul Goodman, really, wasn't it? Well, in, in different ways, with Irene and with Chuck, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as an extension, the whole series is, is turning... Jimmy and Chuck, yes, but we knew that this season was particularly about that, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. We felt, and and uh, when we talk about Kim later, I'm sure that's a slightly different different one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Weird one, but... Should we go kind of, yeah, track back to the beginning a bit because I, yeah. I must say, I was, yeah, I was quite shocked by that ending, so I'm sort of like, what? Oh, well, you oh, are, well, I must say, I wasn't okay, very shocked. it wasn't I was, shocked, yeah. but just, well, just it's it, no saddened, it's just very bleak and sad, yeah. But I mean, so it's like with other. With um, the end of other um, seasons of Medical Saw, you know, at the end of the season two, we had just Chuck recording Jimmy um, yeah. admitting his guilt in the um, faking of the documents in the legal case. Mm. So it's not, not exactly sort of climactic, um, you know, not exactly no, no, no. No, upbeat no, no. endings or resolutions of any kind. No, no, really, sure, I wasn't they? expecting yeah. that. Just yeah. it's, it's a bit sad. Very much, they're obviously expecting to get a season four. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there's no doubt yeah. about that. But, okay, so... Yeah, so, so uh, at the beginning here, we had, didn't we, we had uh, a very short opening, pre-credits opening yeah. of of that, well, I'm, we're guessing that was Chuck reading to Jimmy yeah. in the tent. Like, I mean, he says, yeah. the older boy calls him Jimmy. Yeah. He? So, and it's, I mean, even before he says that, you know, you know, it's them. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I was guessed it yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm very much having this episode called Lantern, isn't it? It's kind of like oh, yeah, oh, of course, I wondered the lantern if yeah, so there's a lantern they're reading by, isn't it? In the, the, so maybe Chuck's always had a fondness for you know having a camping lantern. It's not just about um, 
a practical way to have light if you don't want electricity, but also perhaps there's some fondness for his childhood and it's reminding him of that and there's some Maybe. About that. I wasn't entirely sure what the what that sequence is about, to be honest. And, and, I assumed it, I mean, it must be a bit of a link, Lantern at the beginning. Yeah, the but was, was that it? Was it just an imagery link? Or... Well, that and also just sort of underlying, you know, the sadness these two brothers are going to well, be separated. Have, yeah, yeah emphasise the fact that they're brothers and, yeah, yeah, and that, they were, that Chuck used to read stories to Jimmy, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and once Jimmy was mass, obviously massively adored his big brother, and Chuck used to look after his little brother. Do we know that Jimmy used to adore his big brother? I, I thought that was giving that over the Was that what it, well, I've kind of, what, I what they were saying in that? I, I suppose, in a way, you just see something like that, and I just kind of jumped to the conclusion. When you see an old, yeah. a big older brother reading to his little brother, you sort of jump to that conclusion that little brother is, is um, enjoying the attention and, and, and lapping it up. And I yeah, think it might... that's generally true. Well, at a certain yeah. age, anyway. But it might be, I mean, it could be a bit of a generalisation because there must be some instances where older brothers read to young brothers because they're forced to or something but they haven't really got on very well <laughs> sure yeah, yeah okay I mean I wouldn't yeah I, I don't think no I think you can't be so certain of the older brothers feelings about it but yeah. you, I think I feel a bit more confident about the younger brothers yeah maybe difficult to know I don't have an older brother certainly not one that much older Oh, uh, you do yeah, you do yes that's true yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, love, you love your older brothers they're brilliant they're yeah. like you know yeah but um Okay, that's, that's interesting. Could be telling more about you than anything else. So maybe move <laughs> on. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And what happens? I mean, now we go to, to Kim. Kim in the hospital. Yeah. Kim, I, I find Kim's character very strange, not just in this episode, but just uh-huh. in her how her story's gone over the last last few episodes. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if it's that I'm not quite understanding what's going on with her, or if I feel it's been slightly oddly written or just something about when we talked about in this last episode about her and Jimmy as a, as a couple, something just doesn't sit quite right with me, but yeah, do you agree with that? I, well, I, yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah. What I thought, like you're saying about them as a couple, what I thought was odd was when Jimmy comes into the hospital and he, he seems uncomfortable the way he puts his hand on her shoulder um, I, I know it much, might be because yeah. she's hurt and you don't want to, you know, yeah. hugging somebody massively. But there isn't the sort of a idea. massive... Jimmy would strikes me as, really, as a guy who would be quite affectionate. Really, yeah, you'd you imagine think? him to yeah. be a touchy-feely kind of a person. Yeah. It's why sometimes I always feel that Kim just seems an odd match for him somehow. Because she, she's just so buttoned up a lot of the time, isn't she? She's a buttoned up lawyer. And yet she yeah. shows another side, doesn't she? She does, yeah. But her buttoned-up lawyer side is a big part of her character, isn't it? It's yeah. not. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's true. Um, yes. But yeah, so we see her, don't we? Um, see her here, seen the hospital all, all cut up. But um, but what? What I, I, I'm trying, trying, I can't quite get my finger on is what what she's really upset about. Like, with this whole I, situation. I don't think we're supposed to dig down any deeper than... Okay, okay. So there's the thing of her thinking, I really, you know, A, I could have died, and B, yeah. you know... You I could have killed someone else. Killed many, many people, could yeah. you, in that sort of scenario. There's also, there's this sort of subtext of... Because Jimmy comes in and says, it's okay, look, we can sort out this lease, we can rent it out. You know, yeah. he basically goes back on what he originally had said. 
which did seem crazy that he was originally yeah. desperate to keep this office, which they, you know, they, they, they apparently quite easily sublet without any great problems. Yeah. Um, so him doing that, it seemed to be almost like, I mean, I think he says something like, I've, I've done this to you, haven't I? Or, you know, it's sort of like, it's, you know, it's because of me that you... Meaning, meaning like because I don't have any work and I'm not earning any money, you've, you've, you've really, He's like, worked yourself to death. Worked really stupidly. Yeah. Yet he has also, at the same time, said, I'm going to ha- come up with my share. Yeah, and he has done. And he has done. Yeah. And now he's potentially got all the sandpiper money, or at least, you know, yeah. at that point, there's yeah. that. So I think that doesn't really... Wash him. and doesn't I mean, really wash in what way? In in the, it doesn't make sense that she's that she, it's it's like the story is telling us that he's a little bit responsible for her accident. Yes, and 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 the reason and I reason why I think it's trying to do that is because that's what all this episode is about, isn't it? It's like yeah, Jimmy's it's like Jimmy's responsible guy. for Chuck. Jimmy's, Jimmy's responsible for Irene. Yeah, and now Jimmy's also responsible for Kim, but he's not really responsible for Kim, is he? Not, I don't know. I, I mean, Candy Kim sort of says that herself, doesn't she? And and what yeah. she says is true, isn't it? And she says, no, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. But even if he hasn't even pushed her into earning more money, really. Not not really, from what we can see. Yeah. So, yeah. This, is what, this, is my, this is what I mean about, um, I don't quite get the Kim story somehow. Um, yeah, no, does, I, I, yeah. I'm a little bit agnostic on that. All yeah. I would say is I do like Kim. Oh, yes, no, I, I really like Kim's character. I, I, just, I just feel maybe it's... When in stories, when you feel that a story's worked really well, I think is when you got two characters and the way they rub each other up, the wrong the way they yeah. the conflict between them, the way they rub each other that really you just really feel it, it's really good. You, yeah, like like Walton Skyler in in Breaking Bad, like yeah, so sort of, you can sort of see each other's points of view. Yeah, although sometimes they're both a bit shitty or something like that. Yeah, and that creates just a completely toxic something. Yes, but Jimmy and Kim doesn't do the same thing, does it? It's like, like sometimes they're both, sort of both on the same side or or we're not sure what their sides are even. And that's what we're not sure about here, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, I think that but doesn't you, work quite so well for me, admittedly. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah. But I think Kim in her own right, I really like as a character. I like her. I like... I, mean, I totally could believe that she's just having a bit of a moment. She's almost, when Francesca comes back in, comes around to her house and says, okay, look, I've reorganised this. I think we can just yeah. about, we work really, really hard, so I think we could do this. Yeah, yeah. And she's there, and she's kind of about to do it, and then it's like, no, it's it, clear it, clear the whole lot. And I love the going to Blockbuster <laughs> again, yeah. Which is a wonderful, um, you know, period thing now, isn't it, going to Blockbuster? Well, you see, yeah, Blockbuster in the UK doesn't exist anymore, does it? But I'm guessing it doesn't exist in the States anymore either. Probably not. I yeah, I, I wonder what year, do you think it probably closed at the same time? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because well, well, uh, we do get to know the year here, don't we? We've, we've been mistakenly wondering for... Uh, yeah, I think yes. the whole world knew that it was set in 2002, 2003. Yes, okay, I, it was yeah. just me that didn't. But I was quite happy to guess, and we did actually guess 2003, didn't we? <laughs> a while ago, yes. So there we go. Yes, because um, this is the other thing we were wondering, wasn't it, which you also found out by just by looking it up on the internet, yeah. was that we were wondering how many years before Breaking Bad this was yeah. set, and you found an article that said, Better Call Saul is to be set in 2002, six years before Breaking Bad, yeah. which if we yeah. looked up yeah. like ages so ago... So this is be... just us yeah. coming out as like yeah. a bit stupid. And... But I quite liked having a guess. It was quite fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody else really enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> that would have been delightful. Um, what else have we got here? We've, we've also got 
Chuck and Howard. Um, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm slightly sad now with Chuck, but I don't think we're going to get to see any more of Howard, are we? Yeah. Maybe After not. this, that might be our last Howard. Um, yeah. Not necessarily. I bet we will have a little bit of his. Maybe we'll, maybe we will. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some um, lots of uh, lots of things coming out of Chuck's death and uh, yeah. legal things that maybe Howard did catch. I really liked the way that scene with. Um, Chuck and Howard and all the other sort of like directors of HHM in that room was 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 well, filmed. It was directly. Like, it felt like everybody else was an extra told to just look stern and serious. Yeah, and then they just all had to pile out the room because whoever those people are, you know, the characters are, they have no importance in that film whatsoever. They no. don't have any say in the whole matter. No, um, I, I loved them. Um, the expression on Howard's face when Chuck walks down, when the camera sort of pans down to Chuck, uh, to, to Howard at the end of the table, and Howard probably has his his most haughty expression he's done in the whole series. <laughs> yeah, he's done a few haughty ones. Yeah, yeah. really good. So, but yeah. I quite felt for Howard actually in that conversation with him and Chuck because he has really stood behind Chuck for like all the the whole story yeah all, all through the seasons of better call saw he's been sort of like you know he uh, yeah. to be fair he has done right by chuck all this time hasn't he initially yeah. he wasn't so on board wasn't he what did he do no. initially oh, i don't think well and to remember i mean it was actually um jimmy who sort of got um chuck back onto onto hhm i think it was a while ago you can't quite remember i, I don't remember okay. specifically but, but he was always he was always kept in the loop and he was always kept you know he was always one of the partners and they were always sort of yeah yeah more, more or less i think um but so do you not think that howard has in any way betrayed chuck the way he the way he explained it out a little bit last week the way he, he the way he explained it in this episode here and last week was basically saying wasn't it that He'd supported him all the way through when he was had his illness, but it come to a point now where Chuck, he didn't think Chuck was making good decisions for the company anymore. And if Howard's main thing he's looking after is the company, he's right, really, isn't he? So you really, you do believe he's not, he's yeah. not just kind of also a little bit a little bit pissed off at Chuck's. I mean, he he's got a right to be pissed off at Chuck's actions as well. Yeah, I think he does, and and yeah, and right, so, and and the fact you know it gives him. Three million dollars of his own money. <laughs> yeah, and do you think it's a little bit of um, kind of was slightly foreshadowed by that business with Kim and Howard, where Kim tries to give Howard back yes. the money for her education, her, her yeah, company, yeah, yeah. whatever, her law school things, and he gives her back. Like he he's not a, he wouldn't allow that satisfaction. Yeah, and now he's managed to sort of give. Well, you think that's where you got the idea from? No, I don't know. I don't Maybe know, it's sort of Maybe linked, it's, isn't yeah. it? It's a very yeah. similar action of him being like. This is, I'm going to be financially a lot worse off because of this, but you've, you know, I'm taking a more high ground here. Yeah. And this is what, this is the way, the only way out of this scenario. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not having you, I, I'm, I'm not having any of your charity. Yeah. So, um, but because that's a great business where he brings him, brings out Chuck to the whole office. Yeah. And there's a great kind of camera swoop. Down. Yeah, swooping down. Yeah, above the, above the heads at one point. Uh, is uh, I loved Chuck's um, Chuck's expressions as he's walking down the stairs. Like, there's a little bit of smiling to people, but he's also looking back at Howard, sort of daggers yeah. back at Howard. And Howard's got that kind of fixed grin until he can just stop, drop it, and he's just. Yeah. And they have, I like the way they have Chuck walking out almost into the light, you know, so it's almost like he's dead 
isn't it? Because he walks it like he's walking into a white yeah, tunnel. Yes, yeah. yeah, that is a kind of foreshadowing heaven or something. Yeah, in a, in a yeah. If, if you if you're in for that sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Um. So then we go we go back from there. We go back to um, Jimmy looking after Kim at home after she had her crash. Sure. Yeah. She, he makes yeah. her some eggs and she yeah. says, and she manages to eat them all on her own. So what what do you think is going on? Oh, what can I say yeah. that if you're going to choose, oh, yeah. annoying, but you should take ibuprofen as well as a codeine-based. You can okay. have the two at once. Your little, med- little medical advice there? Medical top tip for this episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but what is, what's Jimmy, what's Jimmy's worries about Kim here, beyond the fact that she's had a car crash? What's he, he seems really kind of like, you know... Um, I think he's jumpy, doesn't well, he? Well, again, that? like yeah. before, it feels like the storyline is telling us that he thinks he's responsible. Yeah, I think we've just got a little bit of a, a block here because we don't. We don't feel we he's don't responsible. Feel he does feel responsible. Yeah, well, maybe yes. I mean, but you, but you think that's what he? That he that's trying to make him out that he is responsible. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's that, that's the idea. Um, uh, and also just terrified that she was going to die as well. She could have died. Yeah, so um, which of those two, more of the responsibility thing than the fact she was going to die, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think the storyline is trying to tell us about his sense of responsibility. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not entirely and, and that's kind of what pushes him to go back to see Chuck in some ways, isn't it? The Kim's car crash. Oh, he he yeah. says as much, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I quite like that, that kind of sense. So I suppose there is that sense, isn't it? Somebody close to you has or, you know, near death or a death yeah. experience you do start looking at your own life and thinking okay I've got yeah. to do that so I'm surprised Jimmy didn't actually mention to Chuck that that's what happened that Kim had had a car crash because Chuck knows Kim doesn't he and she but maybe yeah, I suppose I there was they more were beyond small talk yeah. chats weren't they yeah. really I mean their conversation is pretty grim and heavy isn't it yeah, it was it's a it was a good storytelling conversation, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, as well? no, yeah. those their two relationships. Yeah, that's a good way of them both winding each other up because Jimmy comes in and he offers an apology. But what did you think of his apology? Because he sort well, of says, "I feel I would have done things a little bit differently." Some, yeah, I regret some of the things that I. I regret some of the things. It was it it was. I get where Jimmy's coming from, but it sounded like a very politician's apology to me yeah so what do you say do you think chuck was kind of justified in his response no not at all but it wasn't it wasn't a great outpouring you know what the only thing that may have won chuck over probably nothing would but perhaps a kind of totally i you know i i'm so sorry i destroyed you it might it might have worked but it wasn't that it was a very well, I, I yeah. know I've done some things wrong too. And yeah. from Chuck's point of view, it's not like that, you know, in the least. Not to say that Chuck doesn't have some responsibility about some, some of the bad stuff. Does Chuck not feel that he does, though? No, of course, no, of course he doesn't. Nobody ever really thinks they do. Oh, no, that's not true. I mean, Jimmy does. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Um, Jimmy almost certainly is a bit of a wrongdoer. Okay, so after Chuck's line, though, where he says, you've never mattered to me... Yeah. Um, how you, how, who's, where does your sympathies lie? Oh, I mean, to be fair, my sympathies are always with Jimmy because he's yeah. such a more likeable character than yeah. Chuck. And that's, that is, yeah. It's a low blow, isn't it? Incredibly horrible. But yeah. why, well, why do you think, what was his motivation for saying that? Chuck's motivation? Mm. Well, I, I think he's just trying to regain some self-respect 
really, isn't he? So what he's just—he's he, he's kind of like—he's probably slightly surprised that Jimmy's there and thinking, "Oh, I just want to get my own back a little bit." I mean, he's wanting—he's wanting to make Jimmy feel bad, really, isn't he? Yeah. Also, yeah. Jimmy is—you know—he's a—he's the golden child who's beloved by his mum. I my, my theory would be that also he's very beloved by Chuck. Really, Chuck adored him and wanted some of that sort of Jimmy magic to rub off from him, the kind of charm. Yeah. He wanted to be like him. He, he, and he, at some stages in his life, maybe he loved him a lot for it. And he's trying to say, you never mattered that much to me. He's almost maybe trying to convince himself of it because, well, now he's cut off from Jimmy, Jimmy for not entirely Chuck's fault either. So, that's just him trying to regain the narrative, trying to change the story, which is why you got the kind of flashback to say, you know, this what the, the opening scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to me, it's sort of like saying, no, no, he was, you know, that he's he's trying to tell a story that isn't isn't the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, are you because. Or do you think there's so- any any truth in what he says that that Jimmy didn't matter that much to him that maybe. He was a young man, you know, just looking to. No, I don't feel that. I don't feel that it's true. Cause it's, I mean, the way that Chuck sort of like reacts after Jimmy's gone, isn't it? He's sort of like, you feel like he's saying that to be mean to Jimmy and to like make Jimmy feel bad, but he doesn't feel like he actually means it. It's like, no. and all the stuff that happens afterwards with the, yeah. him going a bit mad and yeah. about that just yeah. kind of indicate yeah. he doesn't mean it either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Well, I mean, it is slightly. It's slightly odd though, isn't it that. Um, Jimmy and Chuck are such different brothers, so different, such different characters. Mm. You kind of feel that, you know, maybe there is, they, maybe they're not that, they were never that close as adults because mm. they're such different people. So maybe think. what you're saying is that maybe he doesn't really care that much. About no, no, I don't think he doesn't care. Doesn't care at all. But I'm not sure that I'm not sure maybe that that two brothers who are that different possibly would have the bond that they were trying to indicate from the beginning, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. It's difficult to say, isn't it? Like, some, some brothers, very different brothers would have that bond. Some very different brothers wouldn't. So... Yeah. yeah. Again, maybe we should get away from the personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers are quite similar to me in many ways. Yeah, that's true. But, um... <laughs> yeah. I, I think... I think... I think we're supposed to see it as... We're supposed to hold up a brother-sibling relationship as as um, something, yeah, as something beautiful and wonderful. Yeah, in that golden, glowing childhood scene, this is something wonderful that's yes. been destroyed. I don't think we're supposed to think. Well, they're actually quite different anyway. So yeah, I mean, if a brother's annoyed you for most of your life, though, like Jimmy obviously has Chuck. You know, does that? To be honest, if the brother annoyed you, if brother, when you do have relationships like that. Your brothers that live way apart and they never see each other. You know, you don't yeah. have. It's 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 when you have a some kind of you know a, you know a, maybe a slightly dysfunctional relationship, but still some things that are really bonding you. And the fact that they live in the same town and they see quite yeah. of each other, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. in different ways have lent on each other as well. Yeah, yeah, because after yeah, because Jimmy looked after Chuck. Yeah, loads, didn't he? When he I, was, no, yeah. I I I don't see them as a not that yeah into each other yeah brothers but um no yeah yeah i think i yeah no i see that you know i for the tragedy to be a tragedy yeah they have to be 
mean a lot to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where, where I'm going with that. Uh, we haven't talked much about um, the other sort of characters in this. No Mike, sorry. Just no Mike in this episode. I miss Mike when Mike's not no in it. Mike. No, no Mike, Mike at all. So, but we, so we've got a Hector and Nacho. Yeah. Um, Just to recap though, so where, what was the last thing we saw with Mike in the previous episode? What's the last thing Mike's been doing? Um, um, he was with, he was sort of getting together with that woman about the, woman the, uh, the church a group. Making a playground. Mike's not doing very well. Oh, and last episode, he was with Lydia laundering his money, wasn't he? Yeah, that was just the one scene. I but yeah, just a very short scene. But that's, that's, so Mike's... So he's got, and he's had this some sort of agreement that he's entered into with Gus. Yes. So that was a couple of episodes ago. It ended with him handshaking with Gus, which is probably the most epic thing. And then he just obviously yeah, Mike's, continued yeah. that business with Lydia as well. But he's been a fairly minor character, hasn't he, in the um, last few episodes? Yeah, I guess, not so big. I guess that his stories, and in fact, Nacho's been a more of a. Well, Nacho's actually in this one. Yeah, but Nacho's been more of a character than Mike has in. Yeah, he, well, recently. In yeah, 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 come up a bit more. Yeah. Well, I think I do. I suppose one of my favourite bits is really that that sort of tension with um, within Nacho's story because it is is it's, and it feels a shame, but like you know, comparing Breaking Bad to Breakable Soul. There were just higher stakes in Breaking Bad. Yeah. And more people are more likely to die. Yes. And Nacho's <laughs> yeah. side of the story is yeah. that kind of side of the story, the dirty, criminal, yeah. scary parts. Um, and that's why there's a lot more tension, a lot more at stake for in his tale. Does it feel, do you feel like, you know, some of the things we talked about in a few podcasts ago where about the sort of fan pleasing by putting bits of Breaking Bad back in, do you ever feel that like the sort of drug dealing storylines that we're having here are sort of not quite a fit for the Better Call Saul story or is it okay having those in there? Um, I mean I love them I love them I love Gus and Mike and uh, and Nacho to a degree as well and Hector Salamanca I've but... got faith that they're going to kind of into oh well I, I mean almost certainly because we know yeah. what happens to, uh, later on don't we with uh, what Jimmy does as Saul you know and gets involved with with, um, well, well, ultimately, yeah. with with um, Walt and, and Jesse, yeah. but not with um, Gus. So what? What? Um, what? He doesn't have any prior relationship with Gus before, unless he says he doesn't. Anyway, in Breaking Bad, he says he doesn't know what Gus looks like. Oh, he just knows a man who knows a man, doesn't yeah. he? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's heard of about him. He's heard yeah. he's whatever. But yeah, so when we're led to believe. But you could retrofit that to say it was like lying at the time. So, yes. Yeah. So we don't know. But I, I, I. We haven't had um Jimmy and Gus interact, have we at all? No. 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 We've had Jimmy go into um Gus's restaurant. And oh yes. See him. Well, that's when we first were introduced to it. Gus in this, in yeah. this series. But yeah, they, he doesn't know who he is. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so... So Nacho's, Nacho's story here. Nacho yeah. and his dad. Yeah, oh, awful the scene with his dad, isn't it? I thought yeah, his dad's acting was brilliant. I yeah. I loved that. He had that yeah. kind of angry, kind of certain like anger and dignity. You can see his anger at his yeah. son, but his fear and his eventual... Yeah. And Nacho having to say to him, think of Aunt Rosa and the, the twins. twins. <laughs> and... It's a really why why does um scenario. why does that change his father's mind? I mean, what does that mean that 
his father the father knows that Nacho will have told Hector about Aunt Rosa and or does Hector just will know about them and or is, is he just meaning that if you do anything against this man, Hector will come for your family, is essentially what he's saying. I suppose so. I mean, I yeah. suppose he might be thinking, I don't I don't care, I'm, you know, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. Yeah. But And he's saying it's not just your life on the line. It's not just you, it's, yeah. it's, it's other, you know, your, your loved ones as well. Um, and me. Um, so, and it's, I thought it was interesting that the, the little piles of money that um, Hector left out weren't, you know, because we're used to seeing chunky, chunky, massive piles yeah. of money thrown around. I thought that was interestingly sparse, you know. Yeah, what was, was it, a few hundred dollars, really? Uh, was it? Yeah, maybe yeah. thousands or something. But yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like life-changingly big bundles. No. Um, so it's a little bit dismissive and it's like, yeah, it better now. Oh, Hector's such a good baddie. Oh, he's so... awful, terrible baddie. Yeah, well, I'm a very good baddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's... he's He's brilliant. He just um, doesn't care for anything, really. And then, of course, as he goes out, he makes that really creepy thing. I don't trust him, you know, because yeah. he's saying, here, come around, here, come around and talk to him. Like, no, I don't trust him. So you know this is, that just got to do something. He's not, he's yeah. not saying. So he's, I don't trust him, essentially saying, I'm going to kill him, you think? Yeah, I think that's how I would take it. Yeah. I think that was a maybe. I, the very least. I think to say anything would mean I'm going to kill him, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So... Um, has so this wonderfully puts puts Nacho into a story and like as we said before because his his attempt at um, his hope hoping that his attempt at, at the at the medicine the drugs yeah, yeah would would, uh, would 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 cause Hector's death it didn't and we thought well maybe he's just going to try a more direct route and he does he's obviously following him with a gun at one point isn't yeah. he. Um, which have really good music. I like that. Music. Yes, that was like, good music there, wasn't I think it? That, yeah. I don't know if that's like original score. Yeah. But um, he gets obviously interrupted by um, the other guys. I mean that, and that leads into that scene with Gus. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah, so we say Borsa and Gus come along, and Borsa is essentially saying that all of the drug trafficking is going to go through Gus from now on, isn't it? Yeah. Which is what we had. We were told, but yeah. he's like obviously saying in person. He's sort of highlighting yeah. it. Hector's beside himself. So I would. I mean, with Hector, memory. if he hadn't like had his fit or whatever in the hospital, would he be going along with that now? Do you think? Can he, or would he still be trying to use Nacho's dad? Do you think? So, I have no idea. Anyway. Presumably not, though, because I mean, the drugs have to be packed by the the Greek guy. Yeah. In, um, yeah. So he has to say, "No, I'm I'm sending it in this yeah. trusted route. I don't trust your route." So, so it wouldn't really do any good to use Nacho's dad anyway, would it? Uh, no. But no. All, I mean, I, I guess Hector's just thinking he can use he can use his anger and his yeah. what what you know status he still has and insist, and that's yeah. what he's sort of hoping. Yeah. But of course, and I think this was quite likely to happen. He collapses over anyone with a heart condition; they're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, point, aren't they? So, um, do you think we're meant to? I think that this is him having the stroke, which obviously the, the condition that we see him in in Breaking Bad. Could be. Yeah, I think so. I'm taking it from that. But yeah, I think anything, anything else might be slightly cheating, but, it, you know, obviously yeah. it might not necessarily. And what does this mean for Nacho? A heart attack isn't a stroke. It's quite different. What does that mean for Nacho now? I don't know. I never entirely understand. It feels like Nacho is Hector's right-hand man, but not completely like no it was it felt like that in the earlier episodes this episode it felt not the other guys like that. feel like more yeah. loyal to him don't they particularly one other guy that's 
And of course, yeah. we know there's the cousins as well. Yeah, I mean, Nacho isn't a member of the Sanag family. No, he? so, you yeah. know, he's not going to be able to, like, take over his thing. It might just be this no. is a time that he could escape from it. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, we don't see Nacho in Breaking Bad, do we? So, no. obviously, that I don't think... Our I'd assumption probably... was Nacho hasn't got long for this world. Yes, yeah. Bad. I, did, I really did think Nacho was going to be dead by the end of this season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and well done him for not being. Yeah, um, I guess. I mean, I guess the writers are probably probably season four hasn't even been written yet. I imagine, but yeah. they're probably thinking we can kill Nacho anytime we want. Yeah, yeah. This is great being an actor like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my time is limited. <laughs> no, I think I could do something else. I'm going to start yeah. gardening. Um, so, I mean, Gus acts fantastically at this point, doesn't he? You know, he he's He's the sort of background character in the meat to begin yeah. with. And then when you have this crisis, he's in there, he's done his CPR training and he turns to Borsa and says, you can't Not be good. here. You can't be here. Like, yeah. I, he can probably cover it up. He's Why can't Borsa be there? Well, that's kind of... just too suspicious. He's right. probably got a background. He's not even maybe supposed to be in the UK, in the UK, in the US. So not much to be in the UK. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, that, you know, whatever, he's on the ball and, um, Sends him off, and then he starts doing CPR. Yeah, which why? I mean, why was he helping bring Hector back to life so much? I don't, do you think? I don't know. You think he would do half-assed CPR, wouldn't you? It was a little bit half-assed. Was it? Well, from the medical but point then, of view, yeah, no, I know, boring. <laughs> but I think also when you do CPR on a real live actor, you're not going to do it very hard. Yes, but I think it was meant. To, we were meant to think he was doing it properly. I think we? you're meant to think yeah. that he's doing it completely. Yeah. Um, properly. Um, and yeah, and and also also pills, the pills. So he's taken a pill, hasn't he? Yeah. Which hasn't done the thing. I'm still saying those. You know, the pills are not going to stop a heart attack anyway. But um, the 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 ambulance crew say, is he taking any medication? And is it Nacho gives him? The yes, pills? Nacho gives. So are we meant to think that Nacho has had to hand over the doctored pills that he doctored? I'm so. not sure. I because Mike had had that conversation with him before. He, he did say something about make sure you... You switch them back. Switch them back. Yeah. So I was wondering if he was absolutely prepared. He was always on the ball. And he always had, like, a right. stash of the other pills. On the other hand, I'm really thinking, all the ambulance crew are going to do is write the name down and chuck them away. <laughs> yeah. No Although, in in um, storytelling land, no. they might be liable to check them. In storytelling yeah. land, they will weirdly decide to investigate, yeah. thinking that's... that's yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so we don't. Yeah, we don't know if that's the real ones or not, or if. I also wondered if, um, if perhaps Mike would have told Gus about Nacho's plan, so Nat, so Gus actually knew what Nacho was doing in that instance. You know, Nat, Gus yes. gives Nacho a look, doesn't he? But I'm not sure about that. I don't oh, know yeah, why. No, 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 he might have done. It's, it's possible, isn't it? But it's also possible he wouldn't have, wouldn't have told him. Yeah, because yeah, mm, Mike would only do it if he thinks it's a good reason. Because Mike doesn't. Yeah. Really put a foot wrong, but perhaps he's thinking this will go smoother if Gus is in the know somehow. Oh, and um, we've also we've forgotten, of course, that um, Gus's fantastic line from a couple of episodes ago when um, Mike says, I think, was it Mike? Was it someone, someone says to Gus, you know, why are you so worried about he keeping Hector alive yeah. it would be far too good a way for him to go. This is right. So yeah. he does not want him to die just from a heart attack. No. That's... He's got some nasty end planned for him. 
Yeah. Which of course doesn't happen, as we know. Um, yeah. uh, well, they've got, they have a history to come. It, yes. Um, that's a, a fact. That's a fantastic kind of. I don't know what you would call that in storytelling terms. Sort of like um, filling in the background so that some future climatic event has more resonance, doesn't it? And that, that's that's the that's the, the one of the main what we're talking about. The main reasons I object to the accusations of fan pleasing, really, because it's it's just so satisfying to have that done. Mm. I think filling in all that giving yourself more motives in the past that you didn't even know existed when you first wrote the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's brilliant. It's, yeah. Well, I swear, yeah. Not all prequels have managed to do quite so well. No. Famously. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, when done well, it, it can... When done well, it's brilliant. Blend yeah. in beautifully. Yeah. So is that, I think that kind of polishes off everything we're going to... of, of Hector and Hector yeah. their, their story. I mean, obviously that could be, you know, we could feel that... I mean, maybe that's Hector's days are done, really, as a as a sort of major drug dealer. Because if he's yeah, unless unless, as you said, maybe this isn't the big one. Maybe this isn't maybe the not. Big, but big yeah, but I think we're meant to think that it possibly is. That, aren't we? Yeah. And yeah. from there, he is the best he ever recovers is the ability just to ping the bell. Yeah, like and Tuco will come out of prison and sort of take over for him, and we'll look after him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh well, he'll be fine. Let's yeah. not worry too much about Hector. No. So where are we back in the rest of the story? I think the main, the other big thread is about Irene. Oh, it? sorry, just going back to, I've just mm. had another thought about um, Hector and, and Gus, though. Because, of course, the whole thing in Breaking Bad of where Hector actually ends up killing Gus, yeah. doesn't he, is all because Waltz goes to Hector and says, gives him the opportunity to yeah. get back at his yeah. nemesis that he's had yeah. for so long. I yeah. mean, that's just... That's just beautiful, really, isn't it? Like, but yeah, yeah, but do you think that... Yeah. So has mean, Hector got enough enough on, you know, to feel that victimised by Gus that he would do anything to kill him at that point? Well, in um, in Breaking Bad, before we knew the Better Call Saul story, I'm not completely sure it was wholly convincing, but now it's wholly convincing with the Better Call Saul story. You know, they've kind of really filled in that story to... True. Properly, I think. Why yeah. they've got such enmity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It's, good. it's good. Sorry, you were about to say something else then. Uh, I was just getting on to Jimmy and Irene. Yes. Mm. So um, so the whole thing of Jimmy going back to, to sort of like um, confess all to Irene and the other women was really... Do you think that was all down to the fact that Kim wanted to watch To Kill a Mockingbird again? <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, let's okay, go back a little bit more about how yeah. he, he first approaches... The, the problem and just thinking that he can talk, you know, talk this one through. Yeah, but they, but they all love him too much. They all, yeah, or they sort of just think, oh, he's, yeah, they do love him very, very much. Yeah. Quite absurdly. Um, and I think it is good to see Irene is not, is, is not so smartly made up, is she? So she does no. look, she looks quite, quite a state in a way. Yeah. Not anything like as well as she normally does. Um, and they, like, like we talked last week, this is, this is some nasty piece of work that Jimmy's done, really. His his manipulation just yeah. to get the money is quite nasty. That, I mean, that sort of stands as a, a chunky thing of him hurting somebody. Really. Strangely, though, you know, Kim knows exactly what he's done. You know, from some of the conversation that him and Kim have here, mm. he, well, he says to Kim, I know what I have to do. Yeah. So Kim knows exactly what he's done as far as, like, getting the sandpiper money goes, isn't she? And she doesn't seem to have much of a problem with it, does she? She doesn't seem to have a moral problem with Jimmy doing that. She doesn't say anything along the lines of, 
that wasn't very nice of you to do that or anything like that, does she? Well, normally he should have, like, if there was any legal line he might have crossed and he may have crossed some at some point, she would be in absolute horror and uproar and wouldn't even want to be told about it. But this is, again, it's another factor that makes me confused about the Kim and Jimmy story, really. Yeah. I don't... I... in, in, In my... Kim's character, in my mind, would have more of a complaint about that, really. Because of her sort of her straight lace side. That's true. I hadn't really it hadn't really occurred to me, but now you say it, yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah. um oh poor Irene, she's really suffering. It's really it is really sad when you think um when you're older and more vulnerable and you've got less things yeah. in contact to have To have your best friends turn there, against you. Yeah. It's really horrible. It's yeah. like worse than when you're at school and you know nobody else in the world but all you know, the yeah. only people around you seem to hate you or something. That's, um, I did think when Jimmy cool. when Jimmy conducts his little plan with the other lawyer to conf- confess yeah. all kind of thing, I did think it was slightly lacking credibility that the other ladies would have immediately been friends with Irene again at the end of it. Like uh, there would have been some kind of, I suppose they would have seen that Jimmy kind of engineered I, it all. Yeah, but. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with that so much. I I sort of had a problem with them being so against Irene because, you know, I mean she was. Yeah, I didn't quite go along with that so much last week, but um, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could. I quite like. It was a great idea. The whole chair yeah. yoga did taking. You, did over. you think though? Did you think that Jimmy would actually have done that? I mean, he was really ruining himself to do that, isn't he? Like he, his, he has a lot of like lawyers' business and all the, the conversation he has with Kim afterwards, saying, you know, my days working with the elderly are done, sort of thing. I, I so, think, so the I think this is supposed to be telling us that you know and. Uh, an important character point about Jimmy that he does, and, and we've argued about this, doesn't he? Is he exploiting these old people? Yeah. Does he actually like them? You know, because he he does he's good at learning their names. So does that mean he likes them? But yeah, he he does really care. He's quite he feels bad enough. That's yeah. a massive sacrifice because it's yeah. a sacrifice without any honour whatsoever. Yeah, it's 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 he's it's, doing himself down in the eyes of all these old people that he's previously been respected by. And killing loads of his business as well at the same time, and yeah. and even like the woman is it Erin who who comes to yeah sort of help out, but she's you know she enjoys getting one up on him really, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives. I mean, she's an old enemy from from uh, last season, isn't she? But again, Kim doesn't really have any much to say about about it, does she? About the fact of him doing it, she doesn't really. He does it, and she's neither particularly sympathetic to the fact that he's completely killed all his um his business and made himself look a real shit in the process nor is she condemning of the fact that he did it in the first place particularly she's kind of, kind of sort of even handed about it which is a bit strange well i guess it yeah, yeah. The, the, the plot line isn't really focusing on on that between them but yeah yeah it does it does feel like things are missed out because the two of them they have one sort of fairly chaste kiss don't they I think that's the first but I was just thinking that's the first time I've seen them kiss when was, when was that or at some point I can't right, remember okay. when but it wasn't it was just a kind of when he's I know he's leaving her at some point in the morning yeah. something like that and just saying goodbye Um, and it's just thinking that's yeah they're, they've, they're so presented and they're not as a couple yeah so often that um, it, it was rare so yeah you know. but yeah yeah anyway I keep going on about that but I did think I I did I like that scene actually I thought that was kind of really which scene the mm-hmm. scene with um, Jimmy kind of 
creating this subterfuge so that he yes like, the chair yoga because that's such yeah like yeah. I said I think there's an incredibly noble thing that he's done to yeah. me. I mean he's losing all the money he's making himself look bad it's just everything he comes out of that awfully um and of course it's a good um storyline as well because now Jimmy doesn't have any money yes because well. we don't want that yeah Kim, uh, Kim doesn't have any money either, does she? Well, she's lost one of her legal contracts, at least. I, I mean, she's got enough money from Mesa Verde. But, yeah. 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 It's, but, yeah, I don't think we're, we're meant to feel too anxious no. on her behalf. She's far too... Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's. I was going to say, she's always too hard-working, but... I feel like the... Well, maybe maybe this is thing to talk about at the end, but I'm sort of think, thinking ahead to the next season. I feel like... There's some hefty story work to be done to ramp up the relationship between Kim and Jimmy in order that when it when it breaks, it's going to feel like a real wrench. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't really kind of feel that way at the moment. If, no, they, was, if, they, were to, if they were to kind of like be split up now, um, it wouldn't feel as much of a loss in some ways as, no, as it might do. Yeah. I think it do that. I mean, maybe that's just, you know, with storytelling, maybe there just wasn't as much room for their relationship yeah I mean it wasn't particularly about their relationship here was it but another season definitely will be I think I was thinking actually about what the there's um the, when we were watching them move out of their office there's kind of been um how the different seasons have been booking hasn't it we have the we have the first season of Better Call Saul where she's Jimmy working out of the back room of a, a yeah. nail salon really is a real kind of low rent lawyer yeah then the second season we have Jimmy taken on by HHM yep. pretty much, don't really we? Or working for lovely car. Yeah, gets yeah. a proper lawyer's job, has a in, in a proper firm. And then the third season is him and Kim in their own practice, really, isn't it? And this is very much the end of that because they've moved out. Yeah. So, well, he, he can't practice law for a while, and he's no. only just started his disbarment. So yeah, we still don't know really how he's going to regularly make any money for himself. No. All he's done is do the TV ads for a bit, which has got him out of some uh, a financial commitment, and then um, try to get the sandpiper money. Then, yeah, not so. Yeah, it's it's going to be about his invention of himself. The beginning of season four is going to, I imagine, start with Jimmy trying to make money somehow. <laughs> yeah, and maybe yeah. again take easy that persona of Saul Goodman, perhaps. That yes. Come up. Although, of course, we will have Chuck's death for him to deal with. As yes. Well. And should we go on and talk about that last bit as well? Which yeah. Is um, because well, the last bit is just Chuck on his own. Yeah, um, destroying the house as well. Yeah, guys, I think you know how I'm sure in the past we've talked a lot about montages, about how montages are always so jolly. They always make something a bit better. This but, one was not jolly. Oh, that was like I've written down least fun montage ever. <laughs> sounds really flippant. I met. I mean, I was really. I found it. You know, it, it, like any montage, it, it still drew me in, and I was fascinated. But oh, it was, it was. Were you were you expecting the conclusion of it to be Chuck dying? Uh, no, I actually wasn't. Oh, really. I was waiting all the way through. Actually, I thought he's, I thought because of his whole oh, thing about electricity, he's going to electrocute himself. I thought that would yes. kind of be some sort of poetic. That's really what I was expecting. And even when he was like bashing the electricity meter off the wall, yeah, I thought actually, he was I did then because I'm yeah. sure that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, but um. No, not so much. I don't know. I just felt saddened by, um, well, I suppose the symbolism of his. So he's got such a beautiful house and it's so perfect and lovely. And he just, his insanity is just destroying it yeah. in, in a very literal sense. I have to say that his insanity brought on by his 
thinking about him on Jimmy really, isn't it? I think. As much as I think, think so. What and yeah. and yeah, what and, and overall their relationship so encompassing the sort of. Well, actually, I suppose not just him and Jimmy, also him and HHM as well, isn't it? It's very yeah. much part of this episode as well, isn't it? Yeah. This, he's being pretty much disrespected by Howard and by all these other lawyers. He's no longer respected as a lawyer. His abilities as a lawyer are trashed. Um, he can't work anymore. And he hasn't a relationship with anyone, really, does he? He doesn't relationship with his wife, with his work, with Jimmy. With, who does he have? He doesn't have any friends, really, does he? No. Yeah. No, so he is. Well, I... Um... I do think, though, though for Chuck, he's a person that taking away your his work was yeah. by far the biggest thing. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I suppose taking away his brother is. I don't. Know, I, I don't. I don't want to do down that relationship as I was talking up before, but I do think his work is. He's more about his work and identifying that. So. I mean, yeah, it seems to be. I mean, I think it's one of the themes of the series, isn't it? It's the thing about lawyers in some ways. They're so fanatical about their work. Yes. Yeah. That does become. I mean, you see it in all in all the other, uh, in all the other law scenarios. It, when when Jimmy goes to work at the posh firm, you know everyone works such long hours and yeah. they're so and everything's so you know all the wood paneling they have for their offices and you know everything's kind of perfect, isn't it? And they yes. drive fancy cars and everything is about their work, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Which is why I really liked Kim's line. I wanted to talk about Kim's line from earlier, where where um. They're talking about To Kill a Mockingbird and she's saying about how she mm. really liked Atticus Finch, really wanted to be Atticus Finch. Yeah. And Jimmy says, oh, yeah, fight the good fight. And she says, oh, yeah, what, make a, a local Midwestern bank and turn them into a national Midwestern bank or yeah, something. Regional. Regional Midwestern yeah. bank, yeah. And I just thought, yeah, isn't that what most lawyers do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, kind of it's why I, I, you know, I kind of, and again, I think we yeah. had something with Chuck and um, Howard sort of reminiscing about something, saying, comparing themselves to, to Clarence Darrow, the uh, yeah, the lawyer for the teacher who wanted to teach evolution, wasn't right. it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and they're not that either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I yeah. suppose all journalists want to compare themselves to like the Watergate journalists yes. or something. And, yeah. Um, uh, most of them. Most of them, maybe not so much. Report but... on cats up trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's. That, that, that's, that's the way of the world, really. But yes. I do. Um, I did like the Atticus Finch, you know, little bit just because I really like um, to, to call a mocking, to kill a mockingbird as well. Yeah. Um, although I don't think anybody's in love with Atticus Finch. Everyone wants him to be their dad. <laughs> yeah. Surely, but I maybe that's just me. So they mentioned to kill a mockingbird in this season, but they haven't mentioned Twelve Angry Men, have they? You'd have thought they might have brought that in at some point as well. Maybe. What yeah. being a lawyer's thing, yeah. So that's pretty much well, quite a well, not an unexpected ending to the to the season. Then we sort of like thinking that Chuck's death was certainly a possibility, as far as like tipping Jimmy over the edge into becoming Saul Goodman, wasn't it? Just so, just to go through Chuck's death as well, because I know we talked about it at the beginning. But do you feel it's definitively, definitely suicide? Uh, no, not definitively. Just, yeah. I mean. He obviously is banging that on purpose. Yeah. Well, he's banging it, and he's, he's not damn rational. harsh way to commit suicide, though, isn't it? Just sitting there and burning. burning. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not sure. I would definitely call that suicide. He, he, he just seemed a bit deranged, didn't he? He, he did seem deranged. Like, yeah. 
like yeah. I think, I think you kick a desk like that and that might just fall on the floor, might it wasn't necessarily gonna Yeah. Burn everything. I mean I think we are supposed to think that I think Jimmy will think it was. Yeah. 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 Um and of course but of course it could be an accident as well. Yeah. Um, anybody you know, if you're gonna live by a lantern like that, they could easily have an accident, so we don't know. Do you think Howard's gonna feel bad about it? Uh yeah, but we won't see it in his face. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Maybe Howard would do that. Yeah, I so I, I, we probably will see Howard again, won't we? For I yeah. imagine we will have a a Chuck funeral scene in the first episode of. Uh... Who? Where do you think Chuck's money's going? Oh, yes, he has quite a lot of money, doesn't he? He's, well, he's got three million pounds plus, isn't he? It'll go to Rebecca, I think. I think it will go to Rebecca. Yeah, it? it's certainly yeah. not going to Jimmy. No. It would ruin the story for one thing. It would ruin the story. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Uh, Unless Jimmy then decides to, you know, that's his blood money practically and he couldn't live with it anyway, which is... Possibly. I feel a little bit overwrought to do that, though, I think, wouldn't it? Like, Jimmy's chucked away quite a lot of other things recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, it is going to go to Rebecca, I'd imagine. Yeah. Or possibly some sort of ancient lawyer's benevolent fund. (laughs) Possibly, yes. Um, But, yeah. So... Okay, for all. Did you yeah, do you feel uh, satisfied by this season? Uh, uh, by that episode. Uh, by that episode. Um, I do. I do it as much. As I. I think Jack dying. I think is a good, a, a good part of the story. Heartless. Like, yeah. yeah, heartless. Yeah. Um, I. I think I said a few podcasts ago, like sort of midway through the season, that. I wasn't sure how they how the writers were going to deal with deal with this season's how Jimmy becomes Saul Goodman because he's, he's you know we've seen him start to be Saul Goodman yeah and we we know Literally, there's a few that yeah we, we know there's a few kind of like steps he has to go down in order to become him and Chuck was certainly part of one thing and we know that him and Kim has certainly got to be another another part of it as well so it was always what what are the elements they're going to use in order to like tip him over into being Saul Goodman and I have to say the last I haven't been wholly convinced by the last couple of episodes about about um, you know he was he was getting uh, sort of like annoyed with with people in general there was one thing wasn't it when he's remember when he's lying with his guitar I think in the last yeah. episode and he's saying oh people are rubbish kind of thing and he's talking about the the guys who work in the, run the advert in the guitar shop and that kind of thing. Sure, and, and I, I was, I wasn't wholly convinced that that was going to turn Jimmy. But I think I do, I do like this ending with yeah. Chuck. I think the fact you you've never meant meant that much to me is really going to eat at him. I think, isn't it? As far as it's horrible, yeah, thing. It just yeah, it would destroy you. And because that's his yeah, entire and that's family. It's his... Yeah, and that's his dying words essentially. Aren't it? Yeah. His last words is going to speak to him. And we yeah. know, I mean, like when he before he goes into Chuck's house, he's, he's he, he he hesitates, doesn't he? Not, but he is. I mean, ultimately, it must be his love for his brother that draws him in there, because although he's not, um, you, you know, he's not massively effusive when he does get in to see Chuck. No, he, he's he he doesn't want to go in. He knows it's probably a bad idea, but um, 
he can't help it. He's like, he has up to this point been saying, I don't have a brother anymore, hasn't he? In the last since few episodes. The, yeah, 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 since, since the, the court trial. case and everything like that. Yeah, and it's only Kim's accident which has kind of propelled him to do this, really. Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing, just thinking, oh, shit, family is way more important. Yes. Yeah. It would have been better if he never done it, although he'd have probably still kicked himself that he, he hadn't gone around to see him. Possibly. Possibly if, Chuck if, wouldn't have done it, though, would he, if he hadn't been around? Possibly. Wouldn't yes. have set fire to the house, would he? Yeah. It does seem to be Jimmy's visit that tipped him over the edge, doesn't it? Yes, yes. that's the implication, I guess. Because it? he'd been sacked by HHM, but kind of got the house back in order at that point, hadn't he? It was... Yeah, although although we're still saying that we think that his loss that was... of his job is yeah, way more important to him than how yeah. he feels about his brother. Yeah. So... Well, you said that. I yeah. said that, but I was right, so I thought you yeah. agreed. <laughs> um... No, yeah. I, I, no, no, actually I am, yeah, thinking that that was the, that was the thing that set him off. Yeah. And and that's going to be something that Jimmy's going to be aware of, that yeah. he saw him at a certain time of the day, and then, and he was fine, and he was using electricity, and obviously he's destroyed all the electrical things and moved them out, and then he's using a lantern again, you know, that's yeah. an implication that he's lost it a bit. So are, are you uh, are you satisfied with this as an end of season sort of finale? Is this? Yeah, pretty much. If you hadn't spoiled it all by saying Chuck was going to die at some point. Anyway, <laughs> well, what's this podcast for? If we're not going to guess what's going to happen. No, that was. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I think that's a, a a good a good turn in it. Yeah, like I said, I feel I feel they're slightly missing something with Chuck. With, with I I want to see more of Kim and have her get to know her character a bit more as well but like yeah. I said I think that could be in the future um, and just missing Mike a bit yes. as well would have been good but excellent Gus I mean, you only had Gus for a few minutes in here but he did the job very much um, and some evil Hector and yeah. quite like going to miss evil dark. Hector actually <laughs> yeah but it's quite nice seeing him seeing him suffer I do love the actor who plays him as well like it's just so good it's really good I yeah. wonder, I'm sure he's a nice person I'm sure he is yeah <laughs> um, yeah anyway, so any, anything more to add about this or? I don't think so really I mean we've kind of gone over what we think might be in season four yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean it's more of the it's um it's interesting though, isn't it? Like I mean, obviously we are comparing it to Breaking Bad as we always do. But when we were talking about Breaking Bad, we were always very impressed with the how each new season of Breaking Bad introduced some new element that really fired it up again. I kind of we had in um, well, we had in the third season. I think we had Gus and Mike became new characters, and that yeah. was, that really and Saul as well actually wasn't it? I think. Yeah. And and then in I think it was in season four we had the fact that Gus wanted to get rid of Walt all the time, wasn't it? Yeah, how Gus wants to kill Walt or get rid of him, and Walt so Walt has to kill Gus in order to. And how is that going to happen? It just can't go on. The tension was unbearable from that. Yeah. So I think we. I think I'm hoping that season four will have a stronger storyline than just. What other things happened to make Jimmy become Saul Goodman? I want, I want a whole, un, a really unexpected new element in there. I think. And to, just, yeah. Let's not forget that we've got um, Mike and, and and Gus as well because they they've got their own past. To, yes, to but I, again, I'd like to see something more than just now. Mike starts to work for Gus because yeah, that's yeah, where we're yeah, le- what we're left with at the moment. Yeah. 
I'm sure. Well, and maybe, and also, I'm so intrigued by Lydia's line last week about there's, if that's what you yes. think. Yes. I hope they stick to some more. Yes, that. if that's all you think. That that was such a good line, and yeah. that, that really wants, wants some payback for that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm trusting in the Vesicle Soul writers, you know, in, in the way that, you know, you stick a line like that in and you do something about it later. You, you don't make that work for nothing. You don't make that just nothing. No. Yeah. No, sure, sure. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. And I, I just want to say again that I've really, I, you know, you're saying, do I feel satisfied? What I didn't bring up was uh, Jimmy's um, announcement about um, Jimmy letting on to the old people that he was, or giving them the impression that he didn't like them all. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think that is one of the noblest things I can think of in fiction. In fiction, right. Sorry. What, in fiction at all, ever? Uh, I'm going to put it in my top ten. Okay. I don't know what any of the other nine are. but. And, I, so, I well, and so you think that really drags Jimmy back into the noble character side? Because we were, we were doubting his nobility, weren't um, we, for, uh, at times. Yeah. 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 Flawed. Flawed, flawed but, but noble. Yeah. 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 That was... That's a very good way of showing that, I thought. Yes. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, I do have my slight reservations as to whether he would actually damage himself quite so magnificently. But, but yeah, I do agree as far as, like, showing your, how noble you are. Yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah. I think there's a, there's, a, there's a very slight problem from a storytelling point of view there in that Irene wasn't really a major character. And so... She, he, him being, him being so loyal to her doesn't have quite the resonance it would have done if it, if it had been Kim that he'd done that for, or Chuck, say. Like, because we've only, we've only seen Irene a few times, really, haven't we? It's true, but does, surely that makes it even more noble. He's not doing it for his own benefit to maintain a relationship or anything like that. He's doing it because it's the right thing to do. Sure, but I don't think we have quite. We don't have as much emotion invested in Irene as we would no, do if, as we would do if it was we Chuck don't or Kim. Care about him, I know that he might have screwed up all his um, business. Yeah. Um, arguably, because they're all telegramming each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I suppose the problem is that he, it doesn't really matter. He doesn't. He doesn't actually hang out with these people. He, he, you know, these these old women that are going to turn their back on him. That you know that doesn't matter that much in his day to day life. No, no, but but it's more. I think we the the a, a central kind of like you know storyline like that around Jimmy's nobility. I think it would have have more resonance with it if it had involved characters that weren't more more minor okay. characters. That's all. That, that, that's all. I, I don't have a I don't have a big problem with it. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, All right. Yes. Okay. Are, are we done then with this we're, we're season? Done. So we're done with this episode, and we're done with the whole season, really. Yes. That's it. What are we going to do on Tuesdays after now? I don't know. Yeah. I'll be able to sleep properly. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Anyway, uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, who's listened for the entire season. Uh, we'll probably be back to do season four, won't we? And in the meantime, we might actually do some other um, podcast if we find that. If we find another series that we really like. Yes. yes. So yes. how do people know about Kind Oh, yes. That? So, um, well, if you would like to know about any other podcasts that we do, then uh, if you go on to uh, the podcast page on our website, which is ethancrane.com, C-R-A-N-E, uh, follow the links to the Better, uh, Better Overhaul Saul podcast. There's a, a link at the bottom there to our mailing list. So if you sign up on that, any other po- you'll get to know about any other podcasts that we do. 
And if you'd like to email us about anything, you can email us on betteroverhaulsaul at ethancrane.com. Love to hear from anybody about Any it. Any questions. Any, yes. People are always asking midwifery questions, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But otherwise, we very much enjoyed doing this. Hope you've enjoyed listening to it. And we'll see you another time. Bye. Bye. Bye.